Hello, welcome to Brenda PM and Thoughts from the Tractor and Russell. Hello. How are you? Good. <clears throat> Saturday morning, have our coffee. Fire's going. We haven't had turned on our heat because we've had a nice roaring fire for the last three weeks, so I'm happy. Good. Good. Even though it went out last night, it was 17 degrees in the house this morning. Yeah. Oh, I got a nice cozy house coat, so I'm good. Yeah. Okay, well, I had a dream last night. Oh, boy. And normally I don't remember my dreams, but this one I was—I remember so vividly. So we were somewhere, and I'm not sure where, but it was a night out for us. And Bren got talking to somebody, and then I hear her say, Oh, yeah, let me help you. I can, here, let me, let me help you research. Let me help you fix this. I can do this. And I looked at her, and I said, Bren? get out of there. And you look at me and I said, Brent, sit down now. And I wagged my finger at her and I pointed at her and I was very stern and mad. And she got mad at me and she says, what are you doing? I wanted to help those people. And I said, that's the problem. We're not here to help strangers. We're here for a good time for ourselves. Russ, that would never happen. That happens. So I had to tell her about this, and especially the part where she got mad at me. And I said, yeah, no, don't get mad at me. This is what you wanted me to do. Just because I said I wanted you to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so even in my dreams. I'm giving you mixed messages in your dreams. Yeah, imagine that. It's crazy. Oh, that's funny. So so there. Ah, so I guess, uh, oh, Wow. And you've got, I, I can't imagine me being mad at you for that. Okay. <laughs> I guess I have to think about this one. Mm -hmm. Think about it. I am. And I, it's a curse. It's a blessing and a curse, I guess. Well, it's, it's what you like to do, but not at the expense of us having a night out or a, you know. Yeah, I, I seem to I don't know what that, why that is. Like I, I gravitate to, to people who need help mm -hmm. and, and put us down the list. And I think we talked, I think we talked about this in another podcast <clears throat> about our trip to Mexico. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I spent the last week basically helping someone and then totally got shafted by her, mm -hmm. which is really it was really, really hurtful. Holy crap, it was hurtful. Yeah, but it was a good learning lesson. Yeah, and and um, about getting mad at you, I really don't feel, well, right now, today, that I feel like being mad at you at all. Oh, that's, the, thank you. That's You're good. welcome. Yeah. No, I, because I, I think, I, you know, it's like being a parent sometimes. Nothing you say is ever said to to purposely hurt me. Right. It's always said to um, to help me or to protect me. And I think that's something I've said to my friends who have young kids or or even older kids. And I think about my parents too. Nothing they've done in their life with decisions regarding us kids 
have ever been, let's see if we can screw them up or let's see if we can mm. hurt them. It's always based on what they think at the time is in our best interest. Yeah. And I think if that's the same with a, <clears throat> a spouse and in a, any relationship, even friendships, like real, like real friendships, there's nothing that I believe because there's some, sometimes you'll say, I'll be offended or mad at you for something. And you'll say, I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry. That's not the way I meant it. And I get pissed off at you and really mad. And then, but if I look at it, there's nothing really you would ever do or say to me to purposely hurt me. If right. that was the case, we, we, we shouldn't be together. Well, yeah, like, why would you want to be with me if that was the case? Right. So, and vice versa. Exactly. So most of the times that I feel hurt is because I misunderstood the intentions behind it. But if I look at what the actual intentions are, is that it's you're trying to do something in my best interest or our best interest, mm -hmm. then I should never be really hurt. Right. I should be, I can ask for clarification if I feel like I'm, going down the path of being mad at you mm -hmm. well and and a lot of times when we're having a, a conversation i'll say i'm not sure if this is going to come out right but i'm going to say it anyway and then and then i'll say it and you can think about it and yeah and then you yeah that makes sense or you'll say well i don't really get what you're saying right and you know it's about the approach i guess well and i think it's it's Sorry. Well, a lot of times what I say is not what I mean. <laughs> that is for sure. Because he'll say stuff and I'm like, and my head tilts and I'm like, huh? okay, can you figure out a different way to say that? Because that's not coming out right. Mm -hmm. But I know the intention. And I think that's where, especially as women and young women, especially, and we've talked about this a bit is that we just think that everybody's out to get us or we're not being understood. But sometimes we're not taking the time to understand and allowing someone, and, and, and I'm generalizing because most men don't know how to communicate their feelings, their thoughts in a way that we can understand. Right. And so a lot of times with Russ, I have to, I put too much, um, too much value. No, not value. I put too much thought into his words <laughs> and not in his intentions. You overthink it. Oh, I totally overthink it. Yeah. Well, it did. Yeah. And, and oh, this is not going to come out good. But right it's now, so, what you're going to say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. <sighs> Warning, warning. Yeah, warning. I put, put a disclaimer on here. Um, also, oh boy, women, young, like from puberty to they're done menopause. Oh boy, this will be good. Hold no, back, I, I'm sticking up for you. Okay. For you, actually. I okay. hope that they, there's so many things going on with you, with your bodies, with hormones with like it's it's got to be tough mm -hmm. and it can't be easy and 
and it's it um, triggers your emotions, your this, that, and the other thing, and and it's got to be hard to to go through all that, and and then get pregnant and have kids and raise kids and you know and, and everything your poor body goes through, let alone your mind. Mm-hmm. Like it's it can't be easy. Nope. And and I think too, as as men, we have to be very patient and cognizant about that. Yeah. And and because I don't know what it's like. I have no idea. But I I I can only imagine it can't be fun. It no. can't be easy. Because not only are you going through all these like um, hormonal and everything else changes. You're also like the physical changes of what your body used to look like and how hard it is and and the difference between men and women and and their how easy it is for them to stay the same with their their weight with men. Or, you know, the the battle isn't as as significant mm-hmm. as for women. And so you can have a baby and have gained weight. And it's like brutal to try and take care of yourself to lose it. And then without even thinking what your body just has gone through, created Mm -hmm. a whole life. And you're left with trying to get it back. Meanwhile, you're still trying to do all the external stuff, not to mention your body healing from everything um, internally. Oh, for sure. And men just, you know get to go back like they, there's no changes except for maybe the attention we're giving them oh yeah and and, and yeah and, and um some guys get very pissed off about that but they just need to grow up yeah like okay you have a family now you're not number one no you're not your kid is number one it should be your priority and your wife's priority is your kid but i but Oh, sorry. But you still need to make time for each other. But you're still not going to be number one. No, no. And I think that goes back to, again, the intentions of... And nobody tells you all of this when you're... I was talking to this one um, uh, new friend of mine who's had a baby. Um, He's a few months old now. And she was like, this is, I never knew how much this is going to change our relationship because nobody told her that. But the problem is that you can tell people that. And when you're going through it, when you're the one going through it, you don't believe anybody because you want to be in that romantic stage. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy is romantic, can be romantic unless you're sick the whole time. You know, the whole idea, you know, you, that whole romance of it all and then the reality when you're sitting at home and you feel your body's changed and your relationship has changed and you got a baby crying you're crying you're crying (laughs) yeah a husband's pissed off yeah so he gets to leave and goes to work but then feels bad because you know that whole cycle Mm -hmm. but it's going back again to the intention of you know of understanding each other and and it changes as as your lifestyle changes and as kids grow up because then once the kids go you have little if if you're lucky enough to 
stay married through <laughs> raising your kids. You know, I wouldn't say lucky enough if you work hard enough at it. Uh, okay, so then did we not work hard enough at our marriages? I don't know. Oh, good answer. I have no idea. Uh-huh. Maybe I thought I did. but At the time. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. But wow, that's, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. I don't think, I think, I think my first marriage ended because of total misunderstanding and wanting attention that I wasn't getting and not knowing how to ask for it. And it snowballed mm-hmm. that I end up leaving him. Yeah. Well, and, and mine, I know, I know now that I worked way more than I probably should have when our, when Dennis was young, but also when we first got married and then pregnant, we had nothing. We were so broke. And then the opportunity, we got busy at work and the opportunity came up to, oh, wow, I can make extra money. And then I kept doing it. And I, th- I was thinking I was make, you know, being a good dad, a good provider and bringing home money and this, that, and the other thing. And I think that probably I'm, I'm is where we grew apart mm-hmm. a lot of the time, I guess. I, but anyway, that's. But that's good to know, right? Because yeah. it's not about hating somebody or like looking back and going, wow, she's my ex or he's my ex. It's not about that. It's look to me, it's looking back and going, okay, what stuff did I do in that marriage that, or that relationship that I could have improved on? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, I was always trying to get um, affirmations from him that I was good enough. And that he loved me enough. And that, so I would do things to push him as far away as I could to see if he would come back or mm-hmm. he would, but like when I said I was going to leave him, he was like, okay. I was like, really? He, just okay. He just wanted to make you happy. Right. And I saw it as he didn't love me, but mm-hmm. he was like, and he even said, I love you enough to let you go. Mm-hmm. And to me, that wasn't, that wasn't what I was looking for. And then it snowballed into me leaving. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point when I left him, I was just like, what just happened? Cause he wasn't a bad guy, mm-hmm. but he also, and I, and I also didn't know how to communicate what we needed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I've learned for our marriage is how much I I need you. If I say to you, I want to run away, and you say, oh, okay, well, here's the keys. You know, and I've told you this, I need you to say, I need you to tell me why I need to stay. Mm-hmm. Which goes back to what we talked about the first part of this is, I've asked you to keep me in check. I've mm-hmm. told you what I needed. So I know that, when we go on vacation or when we're out somewhere, if I start spending too much time with others and not us, because we're going there, it's a fine to meet people, enjoy each other's company, get to know each other. But if I'm <clears throat> taking time away from us to make someone else's life better because I just met them, 
that's not fair at any point in our real like that that's not fair to you at all or well, it's to me not fair to us <clears throat> no not at all so but it was a, it was a valuable learning lesson for both of us yeah like and, this trip yeah yeah, yeah so but, so i'm not going to get mad at you okay okay we'll follow up with this after we go on our trip <laughs> we may have a podcast mid trip <laughs> think so guess what happened <laughs> we were down at the pool brenda saved somebody hmm. not literally no no so yeah anyway it's Anyways, all good it's all good so. but i think the big thing the takeaway from this is clarification it goes back to if you don't understand what the other person's saying whether it's your friend whether it's Anybody who you have a, a relationship that is a good relationship, always go, this is what I have to always remind myself, whether it's my parents, my siblings, my kids, especially Russ. Hmm. If, if I feel like whatever he's saying is hurting me, I have to clarify what his intentions are or what he means by it because I always know his intentions are never to hurt me. Right. And if I think at all that his intentions are to hurt me, we shouldn't be together anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's too with parents to forgive your parents. If you have issues with your parents, which I have a few, that I look back and I go, okay, they, there's nothing that they did to intentionally hurt me or screw me up. Mm -hmm. Just like with my son, with our son, Trevor. Yeah. There's nothing I've ever done to intentionally screw him up. And if I've affected him, affected him negatively, it, it wasn't because I was trying to. Right. And I think we, as, as any parent can reflect and go, oh, I wish I would have handled that different or wish I would have done this different, but it's life. It is life, yeah. and and there's no book on it, no nothing. So no. Nope. So anyway. Anyways, so thanks you're, for you're, sharing your dream. Yeah, you're gonna come and help me today. Do what? Feed bales. Oh, okay. You're helping me today. Me, not anybody else. Me. Man. And it's a dream. It's gonna be reality. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Do I need to extrapolate on that? Nope. nope. What? Pretty clear. <laughs> oh, that's funny. his intentions are good somehow yes. with that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, be precise. Be to the point. Stop being to the point. Stop being so blunt. Okay, I really liked it sometimes when you didn't speak. Right? Yeah. Okay. So all these years I've been asking him to express himself and now I'm not sure I want him to. Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, be be ready. Be ready for yeah. more. Yeah, thicken your skin up a little bit, and away we go. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. with that, have a good day, everybody. <laughs> I'm done listening to him. <laughs> time for time to put me on mute. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Get him outside. Put him in his tractor, and. Yeah. He'll be he'll be thinking thoughts in his tractor today. Yep, thoughts from my tractor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay.
Have a good day, everybody. This See is Brenda PM with Russell with Thoughts from the Tractor.